you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. And thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. I really want to chat with you today on why there's such a need to focus on your internal compensation strategy. And yes, of course, we're looking at candidates demanding such a higher pay rate right now. And that's part of it. But we really need to look inward about what is our ongoing employee retention strategy. And a big piece of that is really looking at your compensation strategy, right? And if you don't even know what a compensation strategy is, that's step one. And it's really thinking about holistically, how do you pay your employees? What is your uh, criteria and your performance review process, evaluation process? How do you determine how you're increasing pay rates for performance or what are the other parameters? And that's also based off of core values and culture. And then also looking at the internal equity and thinking through what does it mean if I do, if I'm hiring, you know, two individuals that have similar experience at varying pay rates, what are the legal implications of that as well? And also how does it, how is it justified if an employee has been with the organization for 10 years Plus, how are you retaining that employee versus the employee that's been with you for one year? There are so many steps to go through for your compensation strategy. That's a thing where, hey, just email us, info at willishr.com. We can even start there. But really, this podcast is focusing a little bit more on why you should even look at a compensation analysis and benchmarking study. And we are getting so many requests right now for comp studies. And it's because we need also the justification. How do you, how do you actually say, well, listen, I noticed that Chick-fil-A is paying higher. I noticed that I'm receiving information from employees that are leaving and they're saying, you know what? I'm getting a $10,000, $40,000 pay increase and I can't turn this down. It's such a good offer. And are you as an organization being competitive? And you may feel that way. Oh my goodness, we pay so much. But how are you justifying that? Is it just a feeling? Is it just, well, this is what we've been paying our employees all along? Or what is the data that you have? Now, what's really neat, I know that several several folks can go about this different ways, right? Whenever it comes to conducting a, a compensation analysis. But you should be looking at your industry. You should be looking at local data as well as county, city, state, and really thinking through what is, what is your current competitive advantage and your overall compensation structure, but then also where are your gaps, right? And knowing that is half the battle and you can even do some, some prep work, but really having a plan on what is the salary range? Where do my employees currently fall in that percentile? And what is their, also their band? And where could they go? And if you're at the top of even that, you know, pay range, what happens in, in a way of career growth? So if you get this level of data and, and reporting, then you have an idea of how can you help your employees understand the various options within your, your organization. A lot of leaders 
small business owners say, well, you know what? I, I only have like 15 people. How can I provide quote unquote career growth? And we need to think about this in a different way. There are, you know, cr- there's cross training involved. There's lateral movements. How are you even planning on growing if there's, there are potential opportunities? It's not, ma- it's not about making guarantees. It's about getting your employees involved in the overall planning of the business to see the opportunity. Ask your employees, what are the skills that you'd like to learn? Is there anything that you feel that our organization would benefit from? And, you know, what are, what are also you seeing in the market? Don't be afraid and feel like you have to have all the answers. And I think we as leaders get stuck in that. As CEOs, we think, and in small business owners, we think, you know what, we have to have the entire vision mapped out. Listen, of course you need to have a vision. Of course you need to have goals. And, but at the same point in time, think about the individuals that you have decided to pay, hire, retain, and the talent that they bring, the ideas. They're in a completely different perspective and seat. And I know that myself and being a CEO, we can be far removed from sometimes the, the day-to-day nuts and bolts. You may not feel like it. You're involved in everything, but we really are not in that seat. So we need to ask the questions from our employees to help us even from a planning perspective. So back to the comp. I think another reason why we're receiving so much requests, we have prospective clients that are coming through and, and we're converting those clients from a compensation analysis piece is just looking also at your job descriptions. You know, are your employees performing the essential functions of their job, but do they even know what their job description is? Do you know what their job description says, what you've communicated? And does it match also the market rate? Now we'll even help you in in deciding, okay, listen, you get this comp report back and you looking at it, you're like, listen, I'm way off what I need to be paying or what I should be paying my employees to remain competitive with their position in the market. How do I even get there? I can't press a button and just magically have all of this money and pay all the employees. You're right. There needs to be a plan and the right HR consulting firm will help you in a step-by-step plan of how do you, what are the communication strategies with your employees? What does it look like from a time frame perspective of how do you move your employees to a updated pay rate without your employees feeling like they're going to get this kind of bump every year? That's what you have to avoid. And it's through the delivery and execution of your updated comps strategy. But you can't do anything unless you do have this this compensation data, right? And I say data, and I have some folks that have said, well, you know what? I can just go to Google. I can just go to even payscale.com. That's a really good first step. But that's not necessarily the accuracy. You know, you have to determine where is this information coming from, right? And how is it validated? And, and that's where... A comp study, a compensation specialist and an HR firm, you know, can go through and has access to different platforms and invest that kind of time and into learning even about industries, about, you know, sectors, and then also local data versus national data. And how are they disseminating between the two? And how does that even translate back to your organization? I'm sorry, but that cannot be found on payscale.com. I'm a bit passionate about this because, you know, I've had several folks reach out and share that. This is the time. It is, it is a pivot point for a lot of small businesses and nonprofits, honestly, for all of us. 
right, in the business world as employers, it is a time to really look internally about how we're paying our employees. It is going to be one of the most important pieces on an employee survey, not the most important, but one of the important pieces where employees need to feel valued from a pay perspective as well. And I think I get the the questions from our nonprofit leaders of how do we even keep up? So that's where it also comes into thinking about our overall perks, our overall work environment. And we don't have to, again, have all the answers. And I think I really want to emphasize this right now. Whenever you do construct an employee survey, um, of course, we can help with that as well. But whenever you do construct an employee survey, you need to understand what do your employees value? I've been really surprised by even internally, whenever I've sent an employee survey to the Wills HR team and had them rank our perks, benefits, and even employee structure and, and what we offer from an employment perspective. And I've been so surprised at the results. And I think that that just goes to show you everyone values something different, but consistently, not just with the Willis HR team, but also, you know, with the other surveys we're sending out for clients is your base pay matters. It still matters on, in every generation. And it's because an employee can see right now, especially I can go over here and I can make $20,000 more. And then, un unfortunately, you lose some of the, I'm connected to the organization. So it really needs to be a holistic type of package that we're offering to our candidates. And employers have to be that much more intentional about selling, quote unquote, selling to those that we're interviewing. We can we can no longer have the mentality of, <laughs> you know what, we're the employer of choice. And folks would be lucky to work here. Uh, that sort of thing. There are too many options. And you know what? There is a, like, whether we like it or not, there's a certain culture that you have. There's a certain employee match that is going to work well with your core values and what your company goals are, even the speed of your work. That takes a certain individual. And guess what? Those individuals are high caliber, very talented individuals that have multiple options. So what are you as an employer going to do to focus on retaining your talent, focus on really identifying what they want, what their skill set is, where do they want to go from here. But then, and, and right now I am honing in, doubling down on, we have to pay differently. Even if we have to get creative with how we are compensating and rewarding our employees, I think about this from a small business standpoint, we have to start the conversation, not even start the conversation, but start acting on taking the steps to know where are we in the market? What is, what is the true information? What is the true pay range gaps that I'm experiencing? And why are my employees leaving? And what is available to them? And why can't I attract the right, you know, candidates? Why am I seeing that there aren't enough candidates either applying to my position or, uh, you know, available to work? We have to think differently about our compensation structure internally, and then we can make a lot of different decisions. So I'm asking you to start here in evaluating your compensation structure, evaluating your strategy. Then we can start attacking the various other uh, concerns that we have, which could be turnover, which could be, you know, our growth plans. So 
I know. I feel like I've been on my soapbox whenever it comes to compensation analysis and benchmarking studies, but it is the time. And I'm seeing, again, seeing this more and more uh, of why clients are reaching out to us, why we're working with clients all across the United States. And if you know anything about Willis HR, we're, we're in six different states. We're primarily focused on the Southeast, small businesses and nonprofits. But our our goal is to really hone in and help organizations have the right level of information and detail so that we can just make better decisions. If we don't have access to the numbers and have a realistic preview and also see our competitive landscape, we're not going to be able to make longstanding sustainable decisions. And then in six months from now, you're really going to feel the pain point. You've had this mass, you know, we've been hearing about the great resignation, right? And some, some businesses are impacted by it and others not. I would even imagine, okay, I'm going to take this a step further. So I hope you're taking notes. But if you're not experiencing the resignation, the great resignation, mass exit, I want you to do some stay interviews. I want you to even bare minimum send a stay survey, meaning that I want to know, you should want to know too, why are your employees staying? And you don't ask that, you know, completely just that question. What are, what makes you the best employer? What makes you the employer where you're going to recommend a friend to work here? What are your long-term goals with the company? Now you start asking those questions, just start inferring and employees can kind of give you an idea that they're even planning on, you know, leaving. But I want to know what, what is so great or what are you doing that you haven't been impacted by the great resignation? Some have called it the great reshuffling. The other piece that you can think about in this is maybe it's prepping and making sure that we don't get there right? So getting ahead of it and really honing in on communicating, having those one-on-ones with your team so that it wouldn't be a surprise if in one week, three employees resign and it could be three out of your management team. And that's what some of our clients are experiencing right now. So your goal is to get this information, see about what the trends are in the, in the business community. And then how does this apply to your organization right now? So I've given you a lot of information today. These are the thoughts that are on my mind. This is what we're experiencing from a consulting firm perspective. And I'm going to keep trickling in some of these thoughts that you can look at. What are the trends? How can we get ahead of it? And if I am behind the curve, how can I catch up and start making the best decisions for the next six months um, and even, even 12 months so that Hopefully, we can still reach our performance goals, our sales goals, and we have the right team to do that. I'm going to challenge you and leave you with this. Do something, one thing that's kind for yourself and kind for someone else. 